We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's good? Happy Juneteenth to everyone out there. It's the Lucky Lucky Podcast. The Anora Boys are definitely in the building. Brought to you by Anora Whiskey. AnoraWhiskey.com. That premium American whiskey. AnoraWhiskey.com. And if you drink, by all means, make sure that you do so. Responsibly. What's your coffee drink, man? Because I've never I've never had coffee in my life. Yeah, me neither until uh, I got introduced to it, but I only like one coffee. It's a iced coffee with double the classic and half and half. It's pretty solid. Iced coffee, double the classic, half and half. So are you a are you, are you a snob? Are you a Starbucks snob? I get it when it's available. I'm not really like, oh my god, I gotta get one. So if it's just in the routine, it's in the routine kind of thing. Acts because. The missus tried to get me to break ranks this weekend. Huh. And I was like, dude, I, I'm not drinking coffee. It's not happening. Yeah. She has, you know, she has an ice machine. She huh. has her own Keurig. She creates her own stuff at home. And it's like, man, she is a coffee snob, period. Jeez. Yeah. Because I, I actually bought her some coffee from a Dunkin' one day. And she just threw it and right in front of me. She just threw it in the garbage. That's, that's I was true. like, yo, I took the time. Because you know, I don't understand the severity of coffee, allegiance. Uh, it can get it can get crazy. You know, all I know is America runs on Duncan. That's what the commercials say. Mm, you got caught by the marketing. Scheme. I got caught by the marketing, left. I definitely got caught by the marketing, man. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. We hope everyone had a great Father's Day weekend. We're going to talk about the final rankings and what everyone has to say and the feedback the left got from the Elite 11. It's funny because I talked to a couple of people offline and they kind of agreed, you know, like, man, it sounded like you guys were kind of down on CJ Friday. And I said, no, I'm not just about to sit up here like you and, and say that he's a five star. With, with no flaws. I'm like, dude, I'm not about to elevate this dude. Like, oh, Notre Dame has the greatest quarterback since Trevor Lawrence. That's, we don't do this on that show. We don't, we don't do that. We're going to tell you the truth. We're going to tell you how we feel. And the first two days of competition, we were absolutely ecstatic as a show with the way he represented and the way he competed. That was the most important thing. For us, it's like, yo, go out there and compete. Because if you're in the top four normally at the Elite 11, that's going to transition you well to your next stop in Division One college football. Right. And, you know, I got a chance to catch up with the Elite 11 guys um, the day after the tournament because we had a tournament. And our sentiments were right. You know, C.J. Carr is a – Pretty pretty good guy, uh, pretty good talent, but he's a guy that's going to need guys around him to really flourish on a, on a on a supremely high level for us to be that championship tier. Which I thought, but they said, yeah, I mean he's he's good, you know, he, he can make some good throws, 
Uh, he does some good things, but he's going to really need in order for him to, to be the guy that some of us think he is to have those Cam Williams and Isaiah Cannons and uh, Tobias Merriweathers and top guys around him to be, you know, that 10, 11 win team that we can be. But as a standalone, he's not a Trevor Lawrence. He's not uh, the savior of Notre Dame. Uh, but he is a quarterback that can be really helpful uh, to what we're trying to do as a team. Uh, we're not a team built like Clemson where they're power driven by their quarterback. And when they're not power driven by the quarterback, they're a regular team. We've been able to uh, create a, a great system where our team is really good. And with the right pieces, we can take those extra one or two game leap. But from a team standpoint, we're going to give you um, a very balanced diet of just about everything you can handle, which makes us not only tough every year, but that's tough to deal with on a on a week to week basis. Which is why our biggest games teams get a buy uh, before they play us because they need two weeks to kind of take in everything that Notre Dame is going to give you. Because we're not just a one sided uh, a threat when it comes to um, you know playing us on a week to week basis. So. You know, you're going to have to have the run game solid, better than average. You're going to have to have enough of a pass defense uh, to hold us off from not getting uh, big plays off. But now it's even harder now that we have a, a bigger pass threat and still a, a constant run threat. Defense has a lot of uh, different things they do on the aggressive side that you got to plan for. So it's, it's not a secret that the bigger teams that play us have to have a bye before they play us because it's a hard game. Um, but also uh, for us to know is that, uh, you know, getting a guy like CJ is the same as getting a guy like Sam Hartman. He's not the answer as an individual, but he's a he's definitely a, a nice piece to add when you're trying to build something in totality. And then we read from my guy, Ryan Garcia, who John Garcia, I'm sorry. Brian Garcia, I'm talking thinking boxing. John Garcia, he talked about the Elite 11 proved that the 24 class was a little bit better than most people thought. They knew. Oh, that yeah, Dylan, that class is good. Dylan Rayola was a star. Aaron Nolan was a star, too, a lot. I saw a lot of people on the Irish breakdown, you know, message board trying to, you know, say that CJ Carr is better than Aaron Nolan. And, Dude, no, they say Aaron Nolan, man, he's the real deal, man. Lefty, shout out. I mean, I was a big fan because he's left-handed, but uh, they said that he's definitely a Tua with a, 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 a better arm, sort of how I was, you know. Yeah, so he is definitely pop on it, man. And that's a that's all a about factor that CJ's yeah. not going to wow you with anything that he does from a like just watching him work out. You're going to be like, oh, this is a good quarterback. But there's things about you know the Dillons and the Air Nolans that it's like, okay. After Julian saying, like Julian saying, got a chance to see him in in person the day after, and it's just like you could, it's like he's not a physically imposing dude. Where you're like, oh, that's that's Dylan Rayola, you know, Dylan Rayola's a, like he's like, oh yeah, that's a that's a dude. Julian saying looks like the kid next door, man, but when he's on the field, man, he's running things like he's the president, so. You know, there's different traits that guys have. CJ has a very welcoming, you know, guys want to play with them. It's an mm -hmm. effort, you know, remember the Titan style kind of thing. But 
from a oh my gosh, like I need to go Jordan Addison go uh, transfer and play with uh, Caleb Williams in my last year. I don't think it's something like that either, though. So the top four, according to John Garcia, are definitely Julian saying who won the competition the most: right. Dylan Rayola, C.J. Carr, and Aaron Nolan. So the fact that once again, see, that's all we asked. That's all we asked going into the competition. Get into the top four and compete. That's it. Notre Dame does not need C.J. Carr to be a savior. They, they don't need him to be a savior. Notre no. Dame has not built their program like that. And you need Notre Dame to elevate the quarterback situation in the quarterback room, which has been done via recruiting. But in order for Notre Dame to win, it's truly going to be a collective effort. Yes, yeah, it's definitely, you know. From from where we are as at the quarterback position, it's a collective effort, um, and that's a, and that's okay too. I think is you can lean on that more than leaning on oh we got Deshaun Watson where we know he'll carry us, but you know it's hard to replace that when he's gone. You know they got struck lightning twice, got a Trevor Lawrence after that, but after Trevor, you can see that even with a five star, you know as as good as they want him, they think that they want him to be. It's it's not easy to catch, you know, generational quarterbacks like that, and and the team is reflective of that. It's not that Clemson wasn't good, but you know, when you have that that nuke in the back, <laughs> it's just like yeah, you can you can get away with a bunch of pistols because at man. the end of the day, man, you that nuke on you. That's like the little brother talking trash because he has a bunch of big big older brothers behind. Him. Yeah, it's like okay, yeah, I can beat your little brother up, but then you call your big brother, it's gonna be a problem. Right. So, you know, we can beat up little DJ, freshman DJ, never wet behind the ears, you know, we can beat him up. What they called, you know, the big brother Trevor in there. And it was a totally different game. You know, now fast forward, no Trevor, still a pretty good Clemson team, but we have a better team, you know, from a all around, you know, standpoint that day, and it showed. It's just hard when you got guys flashing like Ben Morrison on defense, along with an aggressive defense that we had, and then the running game being styled and mixed with, you know, your one or two big play passes, which came in handy, you know, making mm-hmm. clean situations. So it's just a tough game plan week to week for teams. But having a CJ Carr is a, is a, is a nice step towards getting to that championship tier, but it's not the end-all, be-all answer. And it's two consecutive years that Notre Dame gets a player that went into the Elite 11 competition and outperformed what people's expectations were coming in. Kenny Minchie did the same thing last year, originally being committed to pick going into the competition, coming out of it. It's a little bit bigger of a story because Mm. – he wasn't going, you know, I didn't even know, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. going to know who he was, but I thought he was somebody else. <laughs> mm-hmm. CJ, they they kind of know CJ coming in as a bigger time player with, uh, you know, obviously he got legacy. So it's just a different dynamic. I think, if anything, Kenny's more, I'm not going to say underdog. He doesn't think he's underdog, but the narrative going in as an underdog, I mean, you call in the school to see if they still want you. <laughs> We got CJ to commit after the camp. So it's just a different story narrative going in. But 
uh, I think it'll 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 smooth itself out once we get to school. What else can you give us other tidbits as you get ready to kind of sold this whole elite eleven thing up? You know, tidbits about Dylan Rayola or the other guys that were in the range of five to eight that seemed to perform well, but they just couldn't get over the hump and get close enough to edge out the top four guys that we've been talking about. Yeah, you know, the good thing about a competition like Elite 11 is that when you get into that final that final round in those final days, the consistency really shows who's, you know, ready for that uh, long haul in a sense because, I mean, you're with the top guys and, you know, even with the top guys, you got a lot of guys that have hot flashes you know, that you go like, wow, they do some great things. But, you know, day three or four, it's like, okay, let's hit this out on time. Let's hit these plays on time. Let's get in the red zone, be decision makers um, and, and good at that. And, you know, it, it takes a lot of work to be like that. But guys like Julian Sand and Dylan Rayola, the air, as advertised, you know, those how you know who's those uh, cream of those crops. I say the other guys aren't good. You know, those guys will develop. I mean, they're young. But, you know, it's just a tough it's a tough outing. And I think for CJ to just be consistent, we're not saying he's got to win it. We're not saying he's the most this and that. But to be in the mix is exactly what we need him to be for us. Keep us in the mix. And, damn it, if we get a five-star receiver or, you know, we'll come along those one or two players, maximize and then we'll be, we'll be where we want to be. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. The Trevor Lawrence type. Is that a fit at Notre Dame? Those once-in-a-lifetime generational quarterbacks. I think about that. Like, I'm sure Trevor Lawrence, if he had come to Notre Dame, would have won a lot of games. Uh, that's not... That's not the question. Come on, we make it. We made Brady Quinn, mm. uh, quote unquote, Trevor Lawrence for us, and the the two weren't the same. So just imagine mm. an actual Trevor Lawrence. That it would be better than any college football story around, you know. So it would be an unfair Heisman. <laughs> yeah, it would be an easy Heisman. Will win it. I mean, it would just set. The stage on fire. That's why I wanted to go there. I was trying to do that, you know, because it's such a slam dunk. I mean, come on. So that's why it's, it's also an opportunity where, you know, it's a pressure where a lot of guys, even top guys, don't want that type of smoke because it's all or nothing. You know, it's all or nothing. Do you think – did you take it that way as a quarterback? Do you think these youngsters look at Notre Dame and say, yo, that's still the brightest spot in college football, the quarterback of Notre Dame? Like, regardless regardless of what you say about relevancy, that's still – that spot is still piping you hot. Think too, it's like Notre Dame's not recruiting a Dylan Rayola necessarily, not recruiting the Trevors as hard as – these other schools, they just resigned to the fact that, oh, they'll just go to the Ohio State or uh, Ohio State type shit. And it's, and it's interesting because, you know, look at the type of quarterbacks we were recruiting before. Brandon Clark yeah. was uh, number one quarterback in the country. 
We didn't even recruit Caleb. So damn, I know we didn't recruit no CJ Stroud and, and no Bryce Young. And if we did, we wasn't working hard enough for him. So outside of not even, you know, offering the top five, I mean, you know, Tyler Buckner became a four-star top guy after we offered him. And even that was like a find. It was like, ooh, like, you know, we was one of the bigger offers of his offer list. It wasn't like he was just rolling in the offers like these top guys that we knew before, you know. So us not even offering some of these generational talent. Like, for instance, Deshaun didn't have no Notre Dame offer. So. That's not shocking, though. Just knowing the background, the family background. See, that's one of the things that really upsets me at times. When we start talking about, no, and I'm not fast forwarding, like playing out Deshaun Watson's life as an right. adult to try and take it back to why he would have been a good fit at Notre Dame. That's childish. We can do that. I could, I could, I could, I could put everyone's life under a microscope and bring up two to three reasons why you wouldn't be a good fit. In whatever situation. Uh, my, my thing is the fear factor for me. This, this is my question. If you're going to go get a top-notch kid, that top-notch kid has to be willing to accept, yo, you're the guy. Hey, we're looking at you to end this championship drought. That's the way it is right now, bro. Yeah, at we this point. We're not preaching to no top quarterback like that. It's got to be a thing where a guy comes in unsuspectingly and rises to the top. Very similar to what I was able to almost do. But you're not getting that narrative. And when you do, it's usually a guy that's like, I mean, Ian Book, like, you know, Ian with Book was good in, in high school and all that, but you know, you know, it's just like not the same. So that's why it's the same as like, for instance, uh, talking about choosing not to win a championship. Mm. Notre Dame, if they really wanted to, they can secure the top quarterback like they do the top tight end every year if they wanted to. If they narrated the story of our program is built quarterback base like Ohio State like Clemson mm -hmm. and we're not shy about it we're not going to act like he can't be the man in the face of the program like the he can be bigger than the brand if he's that good because I mean you look at USC that's that's Caleb Williams and the Trojans CJ Stroud was Ohio State and the Buckeyes Dwayne Haskins Ohio State so it's like Clemson was the Clemson Tigers with Clint, with Trevor Lawrence. It's like it's not afraid to let the quarterback be the face of the school. And if if it's focused like that, you would get the attraction of a top quarterback going in and and, and stuff like that. You can, it's it's just what is a top quarterback attracted to about Notre Dame other than it just being a premier program from an offensive side. They don't see the production of the quarterback being a Heisman guy or, a, you know, this, that, and the third. I think we had a stretch where, you know, you bring an Ev in, that's, that was attractive to me. You know, I thought Ev had a lot of potential for that. And it brought in good guys like me and Deshaun and Brandon who were 
capable. So it's like, yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot that goes into it, and also the the ability for the school to show that they can play guys early. That's another thing. You 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 don't have enough guys that make splashes and have enough room to kind of build their career out as a young guy. Like a perfect example of how we could have structured that right is if we put Tyler Bugner in there early. If to show, okay, we got a top quarterback finally. And we believe in him so much, he's gonna play, and we're gonna have the urgency for him to play like we did, like Caleb did at Oklahoma. And you can start forming that. And, and look at Caleb splashed. He got in, he splashed, and he just took off from there. Tyler Buckner had to go through all type of games and and packages and baby spooning. And it just harmed that 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 groundswell of X factor that he that he had. He started overthinking and hesitating. And now you you washed. You lose that 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 instant factor. Like when I started, nobody knew what I was gonna do. I knew what I was gonna do, but nobody else knew what I was gonna do. And I didn't have enough bad habits. I wasn't thinking like, oh, they're gonna, they're gonna, you know, I gotta watch out for this and do this and it is or I'm gonna get taken. It was like, man, listen. I'm only getting one chance. Nobody knows what I'm going to do. They want to put AM in. Damn it, I'm going to go in there and shake it up, throw some deep balls and run around. Like, fast forward, it's hard to think like that when it's like, okay, I had to go through 30 practices of, of, of psychological warfare and not know if I'm a player or not. I'm overthinking the plays because I'm trying to be perfect. I'm trying to make everything about doing it right in practice. Now I get in the game and just it just doesn't have any it factor to it. So I think you gotta throw your young kids in there, especially at the quarterback position that you believe in. I mean, if we recruiting guys that we saying, yeah, in a two or three years they'll be all right, that's not <laughs> what it's gonna take to get to that next level. Look at Clemson. Clemson had a great structure. Kelly Bryant, 15 and two, coming off of a playoff against Bama, everything great. They said, listen. This kid we got though, he's gotta play. And it's gonna everybody's gonna hate us and talk stuff, but listen, just trust us. We believe and we're gonna we're gonna do it. And look what happened. And look what happened. It was at an inconvenient time, though. Kelly Bryant threw a touchdown, and they just threw Trevor and they threw another touchdown. They said, Oh shoot. <laughs> but Trevor, you know, Trevor at that time, he's like, listen, I know I'm a pasta, I'm gonna get in. Not overthinking much. They want me to play. They recruited me to come here. They said I was going to play, and I'm going to do the damn thing. And so he played free. And I think when you play like that, it can help. You know, look at Brandon's career. He goes in there, gets an opportunity, and then how does it go backwards? It's great. And then second year, all of a sudden, now you got whispers. You got guys wanting to play over you, and now the play calling is changing, and now it's like, what's going on? So – Notre Dame just has a funny way of doing it, but if they ever got it right, tight end you would be QBU and it wouldn't even be fair. Oh, you don't need In my estimation, Duff, it's still one of the sexiest positions in college football. 
quarterback of Notre Dame. Dude, you say it, and all of a sudden it's like, man, who is that? What does he do? What is he about? You instantly want to know about him. Hey, Drew Pine led, what, Sports Center for transferring, bro. Like, hey, you got to be a dude. Think about it. A lot of these dudes don't want the the, the, the spotlight either. You, you're not going against a warm-up Fullerton or, you know, Sam Houston State or, you know, uh, Montclair Community College, your, your first three games. You had Notre Dame. Mm. So that record, just like boxers don't want to box all the time because of Floyd Mayweather. At Notre Dame, you got to damn near be undefeated. As soon as you get on the field, it's that clock is you got to be undefeated, bro. Or your season is irrelevant. Nobody going to pay attention to you. And every week is a game. It ain't no, you know, warm-up. It's we kicking off with Texas. Then the next week we got a Georgia, Georgia Tech early, you know, early in the season where they looking good. That's your warm-up game with Georgia Tech. Then we're going to throw a Purdue at you. That ain't no easy game. And then, you know, by the fourth game, you got a big game. Ohio State or Georgia or whoever, Florida State. Now you like, you you, you got to be in mid-season form. Mm-hmm. So the first four games can put you in Heisman watch before anything else. CJ got to win the first game against Notre Dame and the last game against Michigan to get the Heisman. Notre Dame shit, it's every week. But if you if you clearing, there's there's unanimous decision. You're the Heisman, unanimous. It's a unanimous. You go to New York by yourself. Ain't no other. Ain't nobody sitting next to you. You win outright because everybody would know that you was on national TV every week, so everybody got to see you. You showed out. You played in primetime games, Heisman moments every week. Every week. Think of 2015. If Deshaun beats a Clemson, who was top five, beats a Stanford, who was a top 10 team, runs the gamut, Deshaun winning the Heisman without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Without, I mean, it's not even a question. So it just shows you, man, you really got to be, you really got to be that guy. So I think that, you know, it is the, it's like being the president. It's the hardest position on the planet. And on top of that, it's also like the president. If you do well, you can move like the president. You know, it's endless amounts of luxury you get. Like I'm on CBS this year, you know, I'm excited about that. And that's Notre Dame product, you know. So I think that when you get the opportunity to go, you can't even think twice about it. But, you know, Mm -hmm. you got to be a dude to want to go. When you get these guys that grow up their whole life wanting to go, I mean, that's an easy decision, but they ain't got the it factor. You know, it's just like, yeah, you you just living your dream. But you ain't these top quarterbacks that ain't thinking Notre Dame since birth. But they the top quarterback in the country. You gotta bring them in. You gotta yeah. make them, you gotta make them think Notre Dame is the only school. Yeah. I mean, to lose Dylan Rayola to Georgia when Georgia just started getting hot. Like, come on. If if Georgia, this is Georgia five years ago, Dylan Rayola, number one quarterback, not going to Georgia. 
But five years ago, we were the best team. <laughs> you know, we were the top five team in college football. So just how fast things can change. We was good during that whole period. Think about that. We've been good for the last 12 years. Well, since they yeah. Well, yeah. The last 12 years, we've been a 10-win team. Just about. 9, 10, 11-win team for the last 10 years. And we can't get a Dylan Rayola or a Caleb Williams or a Trevor Lawrence or Bryce Young or a CJ at in 10 years of winning nine, 10, 11 games. Georgia just started winning. They are babies to what we're doing. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But think about it. Georgia played two highly competitive games against Notre Dame in that time frame. And Notre Dame had a chance to win without a big time quarterback. Both think games. about it. Clemson, when they had when they were at their hottest, they got two generational quarterbacks during that. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. lost, we lost that. We lost that. Fast forward, Ohio State. Kept knocking out generational quarterback. Just Justin Fields, we lost that. Dwayne Haskins, we lost that. CJ, we lost that. Alabama in that time didn't get it to it. Didn't get a Jalen Hurts. Didn't get a, a, a Bryce Young. I mean, what? These are all available guys. All of these guys were available. But at that time, we didn't have none of the guys that's been winning championships, and we've been in the competition the whole time. We're not like a Washington who just got hot and got a Michael Penix Jr. who's a transfer. Like, we've been better than Washington. Washington's been a pretty consistent team, but they, we've been better than that. Mm. Like, think about it. We've been better than all of the teams that just got – Michigan, we've been better than Michigan consistently the last – they just started winning like this when they beat Ohio State. That's two years ago. And they got J.J. McCarthy. How did we lose that? 
UCLA just got a 10-win season this last year. And they get Dante over how? Tennessee just started to win last year. They get a Nico Emuva. How? Texas, still not good. Get a Quinn Edwards and an Arch Manning. How? How? USC just started getting good. Get a Caleb Williams that transferred from a different school. How? So I think it's important that Notre Dame has the best model around that's set up for a guy to really blow up the scene. The last 10, 12 years, we've had the wingiest quarterback of all time with no accolades after that. How do you do that? How do you have the winningest quarterback of all time in a span when you're winning 9, 10, 11 games each year, been to a championship, been to two playoffs, and have your quarterback have zero accolades? No Maxwell, no Heisman, no college football player, no nothing, no no New York trip, no, no <laughs> MVP finalists of nothing, nothing, no first, second, nothing. That's crazy. But the teams that have been winning it, that we've won just as much as, just as much. We're, mm-hmm. we're, we're like Alabama without the, the accolades. Literally. We probably, you know, we haven't won as many games, but we played as, as late in the year as Alabama most years. Hell, we played them for a championship one year. So, I don't get it. Hell, even Coach Kelly, when he left, got a good quarterback. I would take a Jaden Daniels and feel pretty good. We'll mess around, win the whole thing over Sam Hartman. I would take a Jaden Daniels over Sam Hartman. And hell, Jaden Daniels will transfer. We, but we call Keaton Slovis. Like, come on. <laughs> Keaton Slovis said it was the first phone call. The first. We ain't even caught, man. Oh, man. So, yeah, if somebody can, that's why I'm like, Kenny Minchie may be the one. Because the story is just too good for it not to be. I'm telling you, you can't can't be a top guy going in there because it just he's just not good with that. Hell, Gunner transferred. He didn't even get to the season yet. So Kenny did the Kenny's got the best story. He called up there. Said, damn it, I'm tired of seeing y'all not have no top guy. Or at least they act like it. Or feel like it since Malik. So I gotta go up there and and get y'all boys right. Under, under, you know, nobody really knows. He's he might pop on the scene, you know, it's it's a good setup for it. Hell, Angeli may pop. Who knows? But it's is begging for a Caleb Williams type of quarterback to be at Notre Dame. We need to replace the the Brady Quinn helm. Not that Brady Quinn doesn't deserve the credit, but he just eating up the fame. (laughs) Still eating up the fame. Dude, at this point. No no rings, no chance. And it's like, okay, yeah, you was the 
you was if you had the rings and things and mm -hmm. the accolades, it would make sense. But for it to not be there, and we treat you like the the man, just imagine what the man would do if he was winning that. We'll put a statue up. It would be like we, you think you'll see you think you see Brady Quinn jerseys now. You would see whoever that jersey is for the rest of time. For the rest of time. And many have tried. Rick Meyer tried. It's tough. He's supposed to be Peyton Manning for Peyton Manning. Mm. It's tough. It's not easy. Scar some guys for life. I haven't heard Deshaun talk about football since Notre Dame. Or since Cleveland. Shit. <laughs> you want to be, be Elon Musk or something. You know, it scars Ev. I haven't heard from Ev since Notre Dame. He, Shell since Florida State. He off somewhere in Narnia. Hell, Brandon King don't even want to talk about football. You know, his dudes be scarred for real. Wow. Rick, uh, shit, I was talking to uh, what's his name? Ron Paulus. He said for a while he didn't look at football, but he only started coming back into football because his son wanted to play. He was done. So it just shows you that Notre Dame ain't no place where, listen, you don't see a lot of quarterbacks coming back too often. You'll see Ian come back because he, you know, but you'll see Brady come back. He get, the, But you don't see Jimmy coming back. Mm. Hell, you wouldn't even think Jimmy went to the damn school. Facts. <laughs> Facts. If it wasn't for that photo shoot on the West Coast this summer. And I, like, oh, yeah. like, oh, snap, they got Jimmy in the picture? Yeah, Word. it's like it's like a like think about that. Just like Jimmy, just imagine getting Ev in the picture. It's like, wow, you got Ev in the picture. And last I heard, Ev was in Chicago. That's the crazy thing. And and would never step foot in South Bend. You couldn't pay the man to go to South Bend. He gonna be like, for what? And he and we talking all alumni now. These ain't guys that didn't you know didn't graduate. I gotta stand the gunner don't come back, but hell, shit, Hendricks ain't been back to Notre Dame. And if he is, he probably was sitting like a regular fan in the stands or something. Like, dudes don't want to. <laughs> mm. Dudes are not out here claiming the quarterback of Notre Dame if you're not Tony Rice, Brady Quinn, or hell, me. And I ain't even play that much. So everybody else, you can't even find them. You can't. That's so crazy. You can't even find them. <laughs> When like you know, the you fact that we got the fact that we got Brandon to come and talk, and Brandon was mad talking. He didn't want to talk about it. Right. The more he started talking about certain things, you could tell it started bringing up things. You know, when Brandon said we had three NFL quarterbacks on the roster when I got there, and none of us made it. <laughs> It's crazy. <clears throat> Hell, Tommy's still scoring. I think Tommy's scoring for real. Tommy was never the same after they did Ev and Tommy the way they did 20. Tommy was not the same. Hell, Jack Cone don't even talk about us that much. And we gave Jack Cone life. 
We literally gave Jack Cohn a career. He don't even mention us like that. So hey, it's man. like it, it, it is not. It's literally not meant for everybody. You either be the man, or you just be scornful. It's, <laughs> you don't see Notre Dame putting up no quarterback, retiring no quarterback jersey like Louisville did Lamar. Lamar just got done playing for Louis, but they retired that man jersey on the spot. When last time? No, they ain't been around longer than any of these schools. What quarterback we putting a ring on? It? None. None. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Hopefully, Kenny Minchie and CJ Carr have begun to turn the corner for Notre Dame. As they matriculate and left, you're yeah, happy. Wait, hold on. The only quarterback that comes back, that's like, man, I love being back because hell, Brady don't even come back that much. Well, Brady's making that guap, so well, you know. Is is Joe Theismann? Joe Theismann loves coming back. Yeah, he's always coming back. Always. Other than that, no name quarterbacks don't go back. Ron Paul's only came back and worked there. But before that, he didn't visit Notre Dame. He was scarred. Hey, Rick Meyer doesn't come back. Hell no. Joe Montana definitely doesn't come back like that. That's crazy. None of them do. And I don't know. There's something to that, the relationship with Joe Montana. I don't know if it relates to like his son and his time there or whatever, but I'm telling you every listen. It's a it's a it's something to it. Hey man, look. It is still, in my opinion, the sexiest position in all of college football, man. It's like biting the apple off the tree. And it has to come with a lot of pressure. And unfortunately. You know, C.J. Carr might be willing to accept the challenge, but the challenge is the challenge, my man. It's the, it's, it's the King Arthur sword of, of quarterback play. Yeah. It's like, damn, we were begging for a quarterback to come. People ain't, you know, if it was such a sexy position for, for recruits, we would be chomping at the bit. But there's only few guys that really – it's either dudes that want to take on the challenge or lifelong fans of Notre Dame. That's it. There's not no dude that's just like, oh, I got a lot top five, Tennessee, USC. No, no, no. It's either dudes that got baby pictures with Brady Quinn jerseys that or family that love Notre Dame or a dude that's like, I just want to take the challenge on because I know I can hit the top. Mm-hmm. But you either become let me let me school, let me school drunk Vigo for a minute from the area of sales and marketing. It's a reason why Kodak cameras are famous again. It's a reason why kids love them again, even though they have digital phones on their on their digital phones with all types of cameras. You know why? Because they're original. Yes, they're still sexy. Yes. 
There's a reason why when Notre Dame has news at the quarterback position, news outlets break out all over the world. You know why? Because it's the sexiest position in news. And it's the sexiest position that makes money in advertising and sales. So you can learn a little something. Has nothing to do with wins and losses. It has everything to do with the money people and how they respond to it. So you let Notre Dame get let Notre Dame get a big time quarterback. Hell, look and at watch Phil. and watch how the news outlets yeah, respond. Phil, Phil, Phil he's like play. people understand it has nothing to do with the past. That's why Notre Dame is still relevant, and they haven't won in thirty five years. Because they know the name. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They know the name. It's like, dude, what are you talking about? My daughter has the biggest camera. She has a Kodak. She has an iPhone. And as soon as the Polaroids came back out, she was like, Daddy, yo, can you get me one of these Polaroids? Why does that intrigue you? Why? Because authentic. It's original. And everybody wants to be connected to something that's authentic and original. You know why? Because it can always sell, no matter what. No matter what, it can always sell. Notre Dame can always sell. You don't have to sell Notre Dame. Just put somebody in the place that's doing something. Dude, Josh Adams had a truck of 33. Josh Adams, bro. You damn near got to have, like, you got to do like all the ritual stuff at Notre Dame quarterback to for it to be successful. Like you got to wear three, you got to wear the certain long garment. It's like it's like got to you got to it's a real uh, ritualistic position cuz it's just it's too much bad stuff that happens around. Bro, they were trying they were trying no you don't live in reality cuz you obviously don't understand business. But they were trying the news cycles were trying to create Heisman buzz for Ian, bro. And couldn't do it. <laughs> and he didn't have the numbers, and they still were trying to create a reason yeah. to get him to New York. You yeah, know why? Because he's the quarterback of Notre Dame. Can you imagine if we shot one four for the Heisman show based around Notre Dame? Don't let us be a clear choice either because it'd be the whole thing would be Notre Dame, the whole thing. We'd start Absolutely. playing 8, 1942 and all type of old footage on Notre Dame and running back the greatest all-time Notre Dame. It's on hilarious. The, on the high, it would be crazy. It's hilarious. We would have, and if we wanted, we would have every Notre Dame dude standing on stage with the quarterback. Thank and you. They might Thank put you. a. They might put a hat on the Heisman dude. Thank you. But it's you funny. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. I'm telling you, they would have like. And, and this is the funny thing. You you brought up Kodak, which is a terrible example because you would be terrible at debating. Kodak is like popping right now. You're the one that brought up Kodak. And Kodaks are selling out all over the world because kids want them. So don't get mad because your example was horrible. It was a horrible example. Horrible. Yes. My daughter is still putting Kodaks up around her college room right now as decoration. 
I don't care how far you get in technology, nothing will ever be more authentic than film. In art, nothing, nothing. And if you can't understand that, and I'm trying to give you a hint of the business, the inside from a news perspective, where I worked for over 10 years in the third largest market, I'm trying to explain to you how people think if you know today, still as much as they hate Notre Dame, I'm talking about they'll get in the boardroom, they'll walk around the offices. I can't stand Notre Dame. Notre Dame is this. Notre Dame is that. Let, let Notre Dame catch a, catch a heater. Let Notre Dame be undefeated. Everybody sending that news guy down to South Bend. I need you to go get an exclusive. I need you to go get this. I need you to go get that. You know why? That is easy. They tried to force a Heisman candidate, a Heisman candidacy on Ian Book when the number dude. That was, the numbers weren't, come on, bro. They were like, we have to find a way. They made, is there any way we can get him to New York? It's like, what are we talking about, man? This fan base, bro, some of these fans, bro, are so broken, you need to go see a doctor, bro, a therapist. Because you're so broken and despondent over what's happened on the football field. As you fail to realize that that cat Jack Swarbrick is walking away beating his chest for what he's done from a business standpoint <laughs> in the brain. Like, Jack Swarbrick is actually laughing, walking to the bank, ready to go take over a professional team. He's laughing because he's no, he knows, man, he's like David Shaw when he realized he was about to win last year. Remember that wry smile David Shaw had? But David Shaw was like, oh, man, I'm actually about to get out of here with a win. That's Jack Swarbrick. Like, yo, yo, right I actually got this know. done. I actually got this done without winning a national championship. Yeah. Yeah. I, got <laughs> I, I didn't have to win a national championship in college football, and Notre Dame is still – Relevant and hot. Still relevant and hot. A pump and dump. And it's like Batman Georgia laughing at what? Dude, the money people in Notre Dame don't care about Batman Georgia? That's the problem. The money people at Notre Dame don't care. They laugh at Batman Georgia like, dude, y'all can have all the championships. We still have more of this. We still have a better financial ranking. We still have a better academic standing. They don't care. Because if they cared, they would invest in NIL. They would invest in everything else like Georgia. Like Les said, if Notre Dame wanted to blow Georgia and Alabama out of the water as far as investing, what was that list, left? If I'm not mistaken, Georgia invests. Over the last three years, five years, I think Georgia has invested $4.6 million annually in recruiting, something like that. And they were a million more invested than Alabama, which is crazy. But what else does Georgia have? 
they don't have they don't have any other sport. That's the only thing they have. That's absolutely the only thing they have. I think their woman, if I'm let me be fair, they do have a really good, they have a baseball program that's not at the top of the SEC, but it's okay. I know their women's gymnastics team for a while was really good and battling with Florida. But other than college football, what does Georgia have? Now you come into a Rubik's Cube of Notre Dame from a business standpoint. See, Notre Dame can literally say, we keep making billions and we don't have to win a football championship. Who else can say that in the SEC? Let Georgia and Alabama go 35 years without winning a championship and watch what happens to, to donations. Watch what happens. Just watch. It's the gift and the curse, man, as a Notre Dame fan, right? The fact that knowing that your school is not totally interested in going all in to make sure that you win, right? But at the same time, that's really not their main concern. Winning the national championship was what number was winning the national championship on Jack Swarbrick's list left? Was it third? I thought it was four. Yeah, it was down there. It wasn't one. It was third, fourth. Yeah, it wasn't one. So that's crazy. And the fact that Georgia spends four point six million in recruiting. Not that's insane, bro. That's insane. What what are you about to do against that? What are you about to do against that? Alabama's at three. What what are you what? What? People in Notre Dame are having meetings across this country, you know, in other countries, you know, dealing with world issues, yeah, financial markets. Yeah. There's whole, so many things going on besides football when it comes to the power structure in Notre Dame. Man, Georgia and Alabama don't have to think about that. They don't. They just don't. They don't. They don't. So that's why I understand, or I've come to, you know, I have my national championship left. So I've come to the understanding that, especially from talking to guys like you that have been on campus, like you, football player on the campus of Notre Dame, you're not special. You're not like, you don't get treated like other football players around this country. Because there's an heiress to this. There's an heir to that. Everybody around here is connected to money in some way, form, or fashion. Man, it's a different breed. It's just different, man. It's different. And as soon as you accept it as a fan and stop begging Notre Dame to do things like everybody else, it's like, I don't know what else to tell you, bro. I don't know what else to tell you. But that Kodak was a horrible example, though. That was horrible, especially right now. That was that was bad. That was big time bad. Lucky Lefty Podcast.